When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I just love that. What a night that was when we had Vinny Apathy at the Arcata Theater with Last in Line. We had it all arranged. Everybody had Vinny Apathy stickers for their shirts. There's a story behind that. But anyway, hey, everybody. Artists on Lockdown, hanging and banging. Welcome once again. It is Thursday night. I am Ron Onesti in rock and roll heaven, actually, outside of Chicago and St. Charles at the Arcata Theater. And I've got my good buddy, my Big brother, my mentor, a hero, a rock and roll icon, Carmine a piece with me. Hey, Carm, uh, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Where are you at, Carmine? There he is. Oh, there, there I am. He there is. I he, am. Hey. There he is, the, the Cuban drug oh, lord. Hello. Oh, here, wait a second. Wait, now, you do that a lot. You do that thing a lot. Do it in slow yeah, I that, motion. Yeah. I want to see what's going on here. Okay. Man, you got to be something crazy at a Chinese restaurant. You really got <laughs> uh, Those sticks are too light. If you could get a little sushi on there. It's got to be heavy. It's got to be a heavy carmine stick. You know, I've always yeah. wondered, I mean, really, do, do drummers, like, naturally use drumsticks, I mean, uh, chopsticks at a Chinese restaurant? I, I'm a fork guy, but I'm not a drummer. Yeah, but yeah, but they would break easily. So, but can you, do you, <laughs> do you ever eat with, uh, with drumsticks that way? <laughs> Like pasta, like a big hearty no, pasta. No, I, I, I did a show. It's on the it's on um, the internet on YouTube. It's called Cooking with Carmine. Really? In which I cooked pasta. I could yeah, I cooked with pasta. And I, I stirred it with a pair of drumsticks. I served it on a drum head. It's you would appreciate. Oh no, it. we're doing. Funny. When you come by me, we're I, doing that. We are so. I made doing that. I made. Tell Ben he's got to find that. Yeah, absolutely. And then we what we did we served broccoli. We made broccoli and pasta with broccoli, and put it on. It was so funny, man. We put it on a pasta on a, a, a drum head. It's gonna be yeah, on my. I had, the, I had the chef hat on. Had the apron on. It was pretty funny. <laughs> 
Where is uh, our brother Vinny uh, this week? <laughs> he is in uh, Ramona, California, at the Ramona main stage tonight. Yeah, with what incarnation? So, last in line still? Uh, last in line, yeah. I I just came back this, uh, like two hours ago from the Vanilla Fudge Robbie Krieger tour. And uh, that was great. We, we had many sold out shows oh, yeah. and uh we got you guys i know we're going to do your place in april yeah i'm excited about it april. how did that show go <clears throat> and i want to see some signs i want to see t-shirts oh, i got plans for you older brother oh big brother. i bet you do oh we're gonna have a freaking yeah. <laughs> yeah we had a great time joe bonamassa came up and so i heard about that i mean did he was that planned <clears throat> was or was great. it just in the light in the audience well after we had the show remember i asked week, him where yeah. he was yeah, he said he was on 63rd in Central Park. I said, oh, well, I'm West, I'm on West 70th and Broadway. That's like six blocks away. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, I'm going to be here for weeks. So I said, oh, we're playing Monday and Tuesday at the, at the Sony Hall. You should come down. He goes, I'm there. So I texted him the next day, and he came down. That's what you an know? awesome and dude. He brought, us, he brought us guitar. But, you know, Vanilla Fudge are a very weird band. You know, it's not like we have songs that you could actually jam to. Mm -hmm. So we had to figure out, like, a shotgun, our song Shotgun, where how he could jam in it. You know, so we rehearsed it. He came in for rehearsal. We rehearsed it and fixed it. And the last song, the last persons or band that ever jammed with Vanilla Fudge as a jam to the same song, was Led Zeppelin. Come on. In 1969. That was the last jam. Yeah, because it's not a jambable music. It's like, you know, it's like trying to jam to, to Rush. Yeah, good point. Lots of worked good out. Good point. Especially you know? with your drumming. So, yeah. <laughs> especially, I mean, we, we improvise amongst ourselves, but you got to know the parts and where it's going, you know? And so we said, well, Shotgun's the only one he can do, so... He loved it. He had a great time. We took pictures with him. Wow. And, uh, and we had a good time. And then the next night, we went up and jammed uh, Roadhouse Blues with uh, with Robbie and his band. That was awesome. Oh, see, now so that, we had good, that's we, was, we had a good run. That was the question because is that something that we in Chicago, when you're going to come play our show, does is there a finale where you're both on stage together? Yeah, we could do that. I'd love that. Oh my goodness! For you, for you, we could do that. All right, man. I'm excited about that. Hey, we got a great show. I mean, this is episode yeah. number seventy-one. Are you kidding me? They said it wouldn't but go. Season, past. season two, number nineteen. How many in the season? <laughs> for us, how many in the season? You know what? It's, it's kind of. <laughs> Let's make it um, ten, so that we can say we've had seven seasons. How about that? That's pretty impressive. Well, now we're, so now we're on season. We're on season three, number nine. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's, it's getting. All I know is we're <laughs> doing this a long time, and that this is the bright yeah. side of COVID, the COVID because it, it kind of hatched yeah. this situation. People are loving it. it People are, are 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 just jumping on. We've got these great guests that uh, you and Gwen have been getting every week that I just blows my mind. It's funny because you got to understand for me, now you, you and Gwen are working on the, on who should we get? You guys are booking the show. For me, it's like Cracker Jack. You know, you pull it, you pull out the surprise oh, yeah, and yeah, see yeah, what yeah. it is. And I look, I actually yeah. have to look at the website. Who do we got this week? I'm like, holy crap. Like last yeah, week, yeah, I mean, yeah. freaking Don McLean. And Joe Bonamassa on the same show, Don McLean, the 50th anniversary of American Pie. I mean, royalty. And tonight is so cool because I think that's one of the things that 
that, that people love about our show most is that it's not the same old thing oh. or same young thing. Yeah. It's it's just rock and roll, pure rock and roll, all elements. There's Oh, wait. Oh, you found it. Okay, hang on. Let's check that out. Is this show uh, jamming with you? The audience must have just flipped their lid. No, yeah, it's not nice. good. And see, that's great. You could tell a pro that you could just yeah, slide yeah, in like yeah. that. Yeah. Not since 1969. So I think you should, as a tradition, every 52 years allow someone to jam with you. Yeah. People loved it, man. You could tell. You could tell it was a great yeah. time. I oh, people love it. When, when I slide you up. Nobody knew. See, nobody knew. You know, I, I announced I said, I know this guy since he's 12 years old. And he's gonna come out and jam with us. Joe Bonamassa, the whole place went Come crazy. on, that had to be out of control. It was Dude. awesome. It was awesome. Well, you know what's awesome? awesome? I started to say this uh, before the uh the video there is that one of the things that we get a lot of compliments about our show is that it's not just whether I mean it would still be good if we had just 60s rock guys, 70 rock girls, whatever it is, you right. know. But We've had such, I mean, you're talking about from Weird Al to Ted Nugent yeah. to, you know, yeah. to, to, the, the, to Dion. Dion, Dion, to that young girl. What was the young girl that we had on that uh, you liked? Um, I don't remember her name now. Uh, my goodness. Uh, the family band. What is that family band? Remember the group? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't, I know. I can't. Ben, tell us who that was because it was an amazing band. But tonight we've got, we've got just some. I'm just so excited because I'm a huge Cedar fan, first yeah. of all. So to, to have John on here is, is a big deal to me. But um, yeah. this young lady, with her voice and what she's doing, we're going to talk about who is a big fan of hers in rock and roll. Mariah Formica yeah. from Plush. Let's bring her on. And also yes. our buddy John yeah. Humphrey from Cedar. How cool is that? Hey, look at What's this. up? Hey, guys. Hey, when I saw, when I saw Mariah, I said, how old are you, man? You you look so young. <laughs> I thought she was like fourteen years old. <laughs> well, you're you're twenty one, huh, Mariah? Yeah, yeah, twenty one. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So there's so much you want to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, first of all, welcome to the show because uh, you know, as I was saying earlier, Thank we you. get a lot of like we've had you know everybody from Nugent to Elton John's uh, guitarist to this and that. You guys are uh, represent so a couple awesome. of of genres that are pretty fresh, let's call it for us. But yeah. also, but also what I love is that even though it's it's considered somewhat of a different genre, you could tell that you both are like real students and real fans of the classics of what got you there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mariah, I'm gonna start with you real yeah. quick. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> we have a very good friend on our show. Uh, her, she, has a, she has a problem with vowels. Um, <laughs> we've had Lizzie on, on the show a couple of times from Hailstorm and, um, and, uh, and, and a very good friend of Carmine's obviously. And she talked a lot about the classics influ influencing her. And we just love her. I mean, if you don't love Hailstorm, you're not welcome on the show because you're not a rock and roller. That's for sure. Yeah. I know. Right. What even is, what that? is, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Right? Right? But what's cooler. <laughs> what's cooler than Hailstorm. Let me tell you what's cooler than Hailstorm. When Hailstorm, when Lizzie, says i like that person 
that's cooler. Oh yeah. So tell me how that all thing happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, did she actually come up to you? Did she contact you? Or just hear about it. About, about her about loving her. you, about her being a fan of yours. Oh, oh, about, yeah, it was just like, it was, I mean, I was obviously like, I, I grew up a huge Hailstorm fan and, and an, and a huge Evanescence fan. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, at about like 11 or 12, I saw Hailstorm for the first time live. And I was just, you know, I was like just getting into wanting to be in bands and I had like my little kid bands and whatever. <laughs> and, uh. And I finally got to see Hailstorm live, and I my mind was absolutely blown. Um, and also, it was the fact that it was like you know, yes, I knew of Joan Jett and stuff, but she wasn't really in my generation. Mm -hmm. You know, Lizzie Hale is like the Joan Jett of my mm -hmm. generation, and so it was just mind blowing to see her up there, just a badass, and so unapologetic, you know, and just so who she is and so real and raw and genuine and incredible you know incredible is a great um, word and i was also infatuated with the fact that she played guitar too because i hadn't that was something else that i had never really seen that much um so it was incredible and so as i got older i started you know doing like open mic nights and just got like little gigs here and there and then the first time i met her was at a like a festival that i played near where i live and uh she, I was 15, no, like 14 or 15, oh, and I met God. her for the first time. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, yeah, and I, I think she saw a cover of mine. I, I think I covered, I mean, I used to cover a lot of Hailstorm songs, but uh, I think it might have been I Am the Fire that mm -hmm. she saw, but I remember that was the first time that she kind of like noticed me or like gave me a shout out or whatever i think it was she shared she had shared it on twitter or something so that was the first time that you know i think she so she, what did you think you know when she shared it on twitter and you read well, she it. basically said that you are the future of rock and roll no but what did you what oh, did you man, think what I, did you feel oh, when what, you did read, think, what did you feel when you read it oh i was like <laughs> I didn't even know what, what to do. I really didn't. I did not know what to do. I didn't know. What to, I was like, I was amazed. I was like, oh that's my great. gosh, she just, and it was, I just remember thinking, I was like, that's so nice. Like she didn't have to do that. It's so supportive. And you're right. <laughs> A lot of these people who are out there and they've achieved the stardom and they've, 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 they've crawled through the sludge to get to where they're at. But so many right. forget about that. Right. You know, she does, again, when she was on our show here, so down to earth, so freaking cool. Yeah. Anybody's yeah. friend could be anybody's friend, just hanging out. Really cool. I, I mean, I know how I know how you felt because, as as John would say, me and my brother Vinny, we smoked a joint with Buddy Rich, right? <laughs> and as we're doing it, we're going, I can't believe we're smoking a joint with Buddy Rich. You know, <laughs> you know. So I know what the feeling. You know, it comes from you, that. you meet an idol or. You see an idol. It's, it's just unbelievable feeling. You know, Johnny, we're, we're going back yeah. a little bit. And, you know, one of the things that I like uh, to do is, is I reference, like, some of our favorite band names and that kind of thing. But I got to ask you about the Nixons. I got to ask, like, like, ah. what, like, what the hell? Like, it's not even your generation. <laughs> like, where would you come up with that? Like, <laughs> like how did that? Really? 
<laughs> it was really, it was off the cuff. I mean, it had nothing to do with political affiliation or a bunch of Republicans or something. It was really, it looked cool, had an X in it, okay, you know, okay. and uh, it sounded, you know, at the time, this is early on, sort of punk rock. So yeah, the Nixons, we, we really liked it, and it, but it was really, there was no thought to it. There's no sor sort of deep, you know. Uh, this is how we came to the name, you know. It just was like, we got a gig tonight. What do we call the band? You know, I wrote down the Nixons, man. No, no, That's no, cool. Yeah, it. go no, for it. it. If you That's were good. like 16 in 1976, I get, like me. I think that was me, right? About that. I, I would get it. And not you. Like, maybe you came up with, right. the, hey, let's call us the Clintons. Or let's call us the Bushes. What's even better? Let's call ourselves the Bushes. That I would get the Nixon? No, I mean, you know, I'm a 70s and 80s kid. So, I mean, I definitely, I was a, a little kid, but I knew who Nixon was. But, you know, again, it was just, it just sounded right. cool. And it, a lot of controversy, right? I mean, I remember the TV shows when I was a kid with all the jokes, Richard Nixon jokes that went on for years, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, yeah, the Nixons, we just oh, thought, yeah, thought it was do. cool. Well, you know, so I talked to a friend of yours today. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Yesterday. Bill Ludwig III. Ah, B3. B3 and from Chicago. And he yes. and I, he told me that you play his drums. Yes, On, yes. Drums, right? They sound great. They sound amazing. Yeah. Best drums yeah, he, really I've ever had. He made, them, he made them sound like the old Ludwigs, you know? Yeah, right? They have the reinforcement hoops, like yeah, the old school yeah, Ludwigs yeah, in the yeah. two bottom, top and bottom. And they're all three-ply, you know, maple. Maple, yeah, poplar. Yeah. yeah, beautiful, great sounding drums. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. And we had a mutual friend was like, uh, hey, man, is it cool if, uh, you know, I give your number to Bill Ludwig? <laughs> I thought he was putting me on. Like, you know, no, no, don't do that. You Another know, name. Those are buddy pranking me, yeah. right? I, I've heard it before, but, you know, I guess sure, so. Next you're anyway, he calls uh -huh. me. It was just, yeah, it was just, it was surreal. He called me and, you know, had, uh, I guess, looked up some of my stuff, the music, Seether yeah. and stuff. And he was like, you know, I've got a drum company. And, you know, uh, obviously he's explaining himself, Ludwig <laughs> and the old drums. And I'm like, dude, my first drum kit was Ludwig. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, your, your family's legendary mm -hmm. in the drum manufacturing business. So it's an honor. He, he it told was me really he, a did no a con he said he did a contest with you that had the most ridiculous amount of people. You know, enter. Usually you do a contest, you know, you have a couple of thousand people enter. Right. You said you had like 110,000 entries What's or the something, contest? something wow. like What's that. The, what was the contest? That, that's amazing. We had a snare drum, a WFL3 snare drum, and the band signed it. Yeah. We all signed it. And, uh, and it was just a giveaway. And um, it was on Facebook. It was a contest. And yeah, it did really well. I didn't realize it was had done that well. That's amazing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He said it, he couldn't believe it. He said because that's you guys great. put it on your social media, it just exploded. Yeah, you know? that's what great. That's great. I mean, they're great Super drums, cool. man. Were you playing Amazing. those drums in that Wasteland video? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, they, that's they the kid. They sounded good, and it looked like you were slamming them pretty good. As we talked yeah, about I before, them... I like that groove. It was like an up-down shuffle. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, it, it reminded me of the thing we did in Blue Murder, you know? Right. And, right. and you said, yeah, I love Blue Murder. Yeah. I love Blue <laughs> I Murder, did, too. Man. I love Blue Murder, too. I was, I'm sorry yeah. we never got to play more with Blue Murder because 
those songs were so much fun to play as a drummer. Yeah, you know? amazing. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I'm an '80s kid, and it's yeah. it's an honor to be here, man, and, and visit with you, Carmine. And, oh, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, it. love love Blue Murder. Yeah, I had to watch the Ed Sullivan. You keep me hanging oh, yeah. on, Vanilla oh, Fudge, to get fired up for this interview tonight, man. You, was, no, you lay it down. It's yeah. awesome. I, I was a, an animal in that sucker, man. I mean, that you was were like animal. So, have you seen on that, high. Mariah? Have you seen it? I have it? not. You should see it. Oh, yeah. It's, I haven't. You, know, you I will. I will. It is ridiculous. Because everyone that used to go on the Ed Sullivan show just used to play and stand there. Right? And we went on, and I'm like, yeah, like an octopus. Beating the shit out of my drums. That's what it looked like. Yeah, the octopus was playing drums, right. and I'm wow. killing the drums. And I, had, yeah. I had a 26 inch bass drum, the first, first 26 bass wow. drum in rock. And it was so big, and you know when you hit it, it was really loud. That's huge. You know? <laughs> it's awesome. You know, I'm going to say it since we're talking about awesome. uh, keep me hanging on, um, and I've said this many times on our show, but it's a little known fact. Carmine, tell us about it. It's one take, no monitors. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. One take, wow. mono, vocals, and everything. One take. So seven and a half minutes wow. to change my life. You know. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. And now again, wow. I mean, that was the show back then. I mean, it was the did show. The band did it change overnight after that performance for you guys? Yeah, we sold about three hundred thousand singles the next night, the next day. Wow! Right? Yeah. I mean, you played that show; it made your career, right? I mean, well, we had the career was so huge. We had the career going, but we were the first band to to uh, sell an album in the top uh, five. Was number four before us were the Doors, the Beatles, and and the Stones, or somebody else, but we didn't have a smash single yet. But on the strength of the album being top ten, we were the first band to ever uh, achieve a top ten single without a smash top ten album without a smash single. So when yeah. we were on there, that was the main song anyway. Wow, so that's I not... mean, we knew that was the right. song. We knew that was the song because when, when we used to do it, we we were doing all these. Uh, here, here we there, go. Uh, there all right, let's do it. Come on, you can't get enough of this. <laughs> uh, right, oh, man. Look at him. And Mark's an animal, too, by the way. I mean, look at yeah. him. An animal with an ascot. <laughs> <laughs> what kills me is that that's your hair. Yeah, that's my English look. <laughs> You guys are all animals, man. Look at this guy. Look at him. Tim Boger. Look at you guys wow. feeling it. You never see a keyboard vocalist using his hands like that. No. Drama. Right, drama. right. Drama, drama. Yes, drama. the drama. Yeah. Look at you guys. <laughs> but the cameraman awesome. knew what was up. He zoomed in to you. He was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where the, the energy end, is, at man. The end, yeah, at the end, it's wild. It's. When I went down the elevator for the show, I said to the guy, he's an elevator operator, how many people watch the show? He said, it was about 50 million. 
Wow. And the interesting thing, Incredible. there was 50 million TVs in the United States. I mean, everybody. Yeah, just in the States. Everybody. Yeah. That's insane. Right I hear this, it's on TV now. There's a, That's awesome. There's a uh, channel, a cable channel running the Ed Sullivan shows. Somebody just showed me. I just saw you on the Ed Sullivan show on TV. I said, yeah, we're advertisement. So, no, they're running the whole different shows. But Carm, you know, I, we, we were on twice. We were on twice, actually. Were you the always? Next time that, I went on. What? Were you always? I mean, you know, it just seems so damn theatrical, like just so yeah. expressive. Totally. You always <laughs> like that. I mean, it was like it was like you know, I don't know, like singing for the oh, deaf. You were like ever since. Ever since that band, before that, I used to sit there with the sticks, hold them like this, and do all this fast stuff and not <laughs> blink an eye, you know, and right. just sit there. But when I played with them, the music was so loud and physical and emotional that I had to put my whole body into it. But you almost had I had to pound louder than I ever pounded in my life, and I didn't know I was creating something. But there were no PAs in those days. You know? So you didn't do that wow. because of the show. I mean, awesome. because again, it seemed almost, almost like choreography. You know what I mean? He was doing this. Yeah. You're doing. Did you do that for the show, for the TV, or is that that how you guys work? No, we always did that. If you you saw us the other day, people came up to me and said, "Man, your your singer is unbelievably so singing." You know, you know he, he does solo albums now, and he plays the piano. And I said to him, you know, you shouldn't play the piano. You should play the organ, mm -hmm. the B3, and do yeah. your emotions, your drama. Because, you know, when you yeah. play the piano, you can't take your hands off the piano. You know? Right. Yeah, right. You, you, you got to have the two hands on there with the organ. You can hold the chord and, you know, it holds. And, right. You know, and you can go, oh, you know. Yeah. You know? Right. And do your rock moves. Yeah, yeah. You do the rock moves, you know. But, so, you know. But, you know, the, when we went on the next time, I had the big maple Ludwig kit. Oh, yeah. 26 by 14 double bass and a, a marching oh, wow. tenor drum as a small tom and an 18-inch tom and then a 22 bass drum turned on its side with metal rims that Ludwig made for me. And that was my big wow. tom. I had a gong. It was the first one to have a gong. It was, it was an unbelievable wow. set. So when we took John Bonham on and Zeppelin on their very first gig, he saw that kit and said, you think you can get me one of those? Nobody knew him. Wow. You know, so I called Ludwig. I said, I think this guy's going to be big, like <laughs> the understatement of five decades, you know? Yeah. And he got the same kid as me, double bass drum. It was like a piece of furniture. We, really? Yeah. Double bass. We, yeah, double bass. We used it on the next tour in 1969. And then Robert and Jimmy said he was too busy. I don't know. Okay. Ben, you might have that picture. Anyway, uh, Robert and, and, uh, and Jimmy said it's too busy. Get rid of that one bass drum. So when he got rid of the one bass drum, the Led Zeppelin drum set was born. Uh, right. It's incredible. Wow. We wow. talk about some of the that's that's amazing. It really, about really some is. The TV stuff that was going on. You know, I gotta ask you, Mariah. You know, obviously, on the uh, well, on the on the the whole voice thing. You obviously, you know, you get a lot of yeah. that. And you know, can you help? I mean, a lot of us, uh, uh, you know, TV watchers, as opposed to you being huge, you know, singing in front of you singing in front of fifty million people. What, what is that whole yeah. thing like? I mean, take us down the road of an experience on The Voice, because what we see isn't what really happens the whole day. Right. Well, it's, you know, it's, I mean, first of all, it was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I learned a lot of new skills and 
um, you know, how to be a better singer, how to be a better performer. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, also to just stay true to myself um, and, and follow my gut. But a lot of it's just, it's long, <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's, it's so much, it's so much longer than they make it seem. And, um, and, you know, that's what you form like so many close friendships out there because you're, you're living with all the contestants, like you're living with each other basically for several months, you know, depending on how far you make it. And so, um, you know, how far did you go? I, I don't watch TV much. I think, so how far I did think you go? like, I mean, I think like maybe halfway. Oh. Well, yeah. we actually well, have. It's great. The it's great that you, you, you. But it was. Oh, oh you have a clip. Let me see. Can we clip. see the clip, Maria? Would you mind? Oh. I know people <laughs> hate seeing themselves. But uh, this you, is you, can, you can put well, your hand no, up. It's your not arm. that I hate it. It's just, well, listen, it's, you know. That's not that clip. Mariah, you never look so terrible. Wow. I grew my beard out. What was you that? Terrible, I was cooking with Carmine. All right, we got the clip then. <laughs> Wait, what clip are you talking about? Good. I like that. Did you guys plan that? That was pretty funny. Then Mariah's clip, and then this this ugly guy comes up. No, it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. when you when you're doing that, I mean, first of all, to sing uh, uh, an Ann Wilson's, I mean, crazy on you. I mean, that was talk about ballsy to take on an yeah, Ann song. Crazy. I mean, was that uh, how did you did, actually? Did you play guitar? Did you play guitar? You play guitar? I time? did. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I just, I love that song. And I just felt like it would be, it was the most, because they give you like, this is also like another part of the process, but for your blind audition, which is the part where like, you know, they spin the chairs around and whatever, you, you get a list of like 500 songs ah. or something like that. It's, it's crazy. And so it's like, you can't, go in there and be like, hey, I want to do this. Like, you have to pick from the list. And, you know, which was annoying to me. <laughs> but I was like, hey, you know what? This is a great opportunity. But I saw that song. I saw Crazy on You. And I just... Did you, you know, know the song before? It just felt like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad My dad raised me on, like, all sorts of classics and stuff. And okay. um, and I saw it and I was like, you know, I just, I just really felt like that was the song that was going to help me best show who I was yeah. as, you know, um, an artist and who I want to be. And, and, and also I just, it's just a great song, oh my you know, and it's, and it's fun to play and it's, and it's just incredible. But who's got a stronger voice. I mean, my gosh, you know, to say, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to yeah, emulate Ann Wilson in my own way. Yeah. But still. Wilson, yeah she's, she's an awesome. Yo, she's, she's something else. Yeah. I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. Hey guys, we'll be right back after a few messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to our Hanging and Banging podcast. I'm Ron Onesti here with Vinny Apice and, of course, the legendary Carmine Apice. We just did, um, you know, I don't, uh, that's how I know these guys. I own theaters in Chicago, uh, smaller venues, thousand seaters, and uh, and just uh, a shot uh, her. Uh, uh, I think it's a, uh, it's either a DVD or going to be an Axis television show. And uh, watching her, and we've all seen her perform, but really watching her, it's the craziest thing because she opens her mouth. That's it. And this freaking <laughs> yeah. train comes just, just, it's, right. it's just, it's the most effortless, powerful thing I've ever seen. 
it, it is. It's it really, really is. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's incredible. Um, you know, you talk about like craziness, right? So, so John, you've been on stage. We're going to talk a little bit about Cedar, of course, but um, you've been on stage with Metallica. You've been on stage with Sabbath. You've been, I mean, as a rock and roller, like how much better can it possibly get to share a stage? With, I mean, you're not doing it with like the local Led Zeppelin tribute. You are like, you know, you are up there. I mean, uh, that had to be just an amazing, awesome. you know, a steel frying pan in the face of, of goodness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a music fan. It's the reason I started, you know, playing drums, getting into music, playing in bands. So, yeah, I've had the honor to share the stage with heroes, you know, even being here right now talking to Carmine. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this is this is amazing. But yeah, yeah, we did some huge shows. The band, see, there's originally from South Africa. What? Yeah. And yeah, Sean and Dale, the founders oh, of the group, oh, oh. originally from South Africa. I was say, you're from so, South Africa? You're not no, no, I'm from the States. But we went to South Africa. We did some huge stadium shows opening for Metallica. Wow. And they were amazing. And Metallica, you know, was great. They'd be on the side of the stage watching us. I've got a great story. James Hetfield was helping me with my monitors one night. I was having trouble trying to communicate with my <laughs> monitor tech. And James is looking at me and helps me out. I mean, just totally down to earth. It was it was yeah, great. Guys, yeah. We've yeah. heard that about yeah, them. Great guys. About, about them actually watching. They really get into watching their either their their co-bills or their uh, um, their fans too, you know. So especially James will be up there just jamming, you know, backstage, his head bouncing. You see videos of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guys, That's and awesome. it's incredible because you know you, you think about obviously the music of, of Sabbath and Metallica and the like, and the way Seether is actually, um, I hate to use the word categorized, but you know you're talking about. Uh, just, you know, View, viewed, yeah, viewed, but you know, you've talked about a combination of uh, grunge and, and punk and this and that. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't know that not so much from your, from your performance, but from the, again, the categorization of your music that I would have put you in front of Metallica or Sabbath. So that had to be something. And, and, and as you guys know, like when I, when I uh, put on shows, I have to submit the support you know, for approval of bands. So the band is very, very, as you know, very much involved with that process. And for them to, yeah. for you not only to play with them, but you were accepted by them. It's really a big yeah. deal, especially yeah. when you think about there's, there's differences in the, in the style of music, really. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but the, the thing with Seether, man, I mean, we're, we're a heavy band, um, especially live. I think, you know, we're even heavier maybe than some of our recordings. And and it's a I think it's a great marriage of melody. Sean, the singer, yeah. uh, he's a great melodic, you know, it, lyrics that that connect with people. I think um, uh, you know a lot of fans connect with him on, on you know on a, with his lyrics, and I think that's a marriage of lyrics and melody with with you know good heavy music. And I think see there, we can adapt, man, and we we hold our own opening for Metallica oh, and you time. know Sabbath and you know whatever. Yeah, for sure. Is, was there a, a time when you were playing something? I mean, when you're on stage and you 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 looked over, like even that night when you looked over to uh, James or somebody, and, and you're thinking, <laughs> "Holy crap! What? I'm here! I've I've made it!" I mean, yeah. Th does that ever hit you? 
I don't know if you ever say you've right. made it, you know what I mean? Because there's always that the next mountain <laughs> right. to climb and the next thing you're going mm -hmm. for. You never really arrive, but it definitely is a surreal yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's when you look back, I think, really, and you go, wow, you know, I've, I've met some amazing, my done. heroes, you know, and played well, shows with my heroes. And when you look uh, on the wall behind you and see gold and platinum records, you know you made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just... I, I feel very fortunate, very blessed to be able to, to be in this business yeah. and make a living and, and play music and play my drums. It's, it's great. So look at you. you know, when, I, when I started, when I was your age, I was probably Mariah's age, I just wanted to make a living yeah. playing. I didn't, you know, as I told the story before, we, I hung out with Jimi Hendrix before he was big and we smoked a joint and talked about, he was talked about making it. And I said, no, I just want to make a, a living doing this. I don't care. So Mariah, right. here's the, Mariah, here's, I don't know if you're noticing this, but here's the tip and take it from me and, and apparently Carmine, if you want to be successful, smoke joints with your heroes. That's basically. <laughs> yeah, right. That's come up a couple of times. That's got it. Jimmy wasn't, he wasn't a hero yet. He was just a guy playing a club. That's a, I love Noted. it. I love it. Yeah, he wasn't a hero yet. He was a guy playing the clubs. Right. That's why guys right. like, you know, wow. Jimi Hendrix. You know, I never like post the pictures with Jimmy. Like the other day when Joe Bonamassa was, you know, playing with us. All the other guys in the band were, you know, posing pictures and everything. I know the guy since he's 12 years old, you know. I didn't go posing pictures. <laughs> Matter of fact, when I was doing my drum solo, all the other guys are backstage taking pictures with Joe. See that? Without me. I said, Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Do you get a solo? Do I? Yeah, Sometimes, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do solos, yeah. Good. Not not every show, but there have been a couple tours. Yeah, I'll take a solo. Yeah, good. John, so have you ever... Gets, uh, nice have you, uh, as part of Seether, yeah. though, I mean, I've seen this a little bit now with some of the bands that are out now. Have you uh, covered uh, any, any tunes besides your own? Yeah, we actually famously did one that did really well for us, and it was Careless Whisper. You know the George Come Michael on. tune, so wow. we so that yeah, this a is a crazy cover. story. Thank you. Um, we did it for <laughs> iTunes for Valentine's Day. It was sort of a joke, you know, kind of like <laughs> you guys. We're not really a lovey-dovey band. We don't have songs like that. And again, being '80s kids, we thought how great would it be that sax solo and yes. Careless Whisper turned it into a you know lead guitar thing. Genius. And, uh, yeah, and Super another great cool. memory is we had a day off New York City. We went into Electric Lady studios and uh track that song in one day it put it out they put it with itunes sort of as a featured thing and it took off it was just it did incredibly well <laughs> we had to add it to the album and um so that was that was a total fluke but yeah there's there's a perfect example of a cover you know that kind of you know changed well, I'll tell you what things I, for us you know i talk seether first thing comes to my mind george michael it's amazing how it's just, it's just synonymous always really i gotta say i mean who i mean that's freaking it honestly is genius or visionary to be able to hear um a sax solo but hear it as a guitar solo and say you know what we can make this right work. it's amazing yeah I mean, really yeah, it, it fell Definitely. into place, and uh, it turned out, you know, I guess good. So, it, you know, it's done really yeah. well. But uh, I've always been a believer: if you're going to cover a song, 
make it a little different. Right. You know, right. Why make it, it your own. Why do it? Like, yeah. you keep me hanging on. You know, we did it our own way. And that was the whole thing, doing songs, doing covers, but taking them apart, putting them back together. But once again, Karen, yeah. you know, you think about it. I mean, just like Seether, George Michael, back then, yeah. Fudge, the Supremes? And Supremes. I mean, who wow. would have, you know, I mean, yeah. who would have thought? Adam Mariah, have you ever heard that song? The original goes, set me free, why don't you? It doesn't free? sound like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. It's like a happy, <laughs> it's yeah. a happy, a happy approach to a sad song. It's you know, still okay. Right. So, what then, so we tried to get the emotion in it, you know. But what made right. you guys? Which, did, which is amazing. Same thing as you guys. Carm? Well, we listened to the lyrics, you know. Set me free. Why don't you pay? Get out of my life. Why don't you? You don't really know. You don't just keep me hanging on. I mean, anyone that's in that position is is not really happy. You know, right. it's a sad, it's an emotional situation. So we used to right. take all the music and marry it to the lyrics like people get ready we did as a gospel people get ready as a train thank yep. the lord gospel eleanor rigby we did just like a eerie churchy weird you know thing you know so oh, cool. we tried to marriage a season of the witch by donovan i mean that one was really evil and weary and heavy and right and crazy you know so we tried to marry the lyrics and the music and the emotion together. Well, it's still, I mean, yeah. it's easy to say that now, but again, I just got to, it's, it's, it's still like, you know, a Supreme song. I mean, all those things you could do, you can get like the Donovan eerie, but a Supreme song. It's just, it's just genius how this stuff happens. Yeah, and yeah. maybe, maybe it's half genius yeah. and half some freaking pretty good luck that it just worked out. Well, it's good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good timing, timing, good luck, all that stuff. Yeah, right. And sure. and the way we played it, the, the, the maniacs that played it. Like Tim Bogart, half the time, looks like he was spastic. Yeah. We well, <laughs> all did in that video. Yeah. Y'all yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. contagious. Yeah. Just killing so, it. So, Mar Mariah, you, you've, uh, in your, in the, your um, ripe old age of 21, you've, uh, <laughs> you've been in the business, I guess we can call it technically 10 years, writing, this, writing songs back when you're 10, 11 really? years old. Um, when did yeah. you have? When was the first record deal? My, uh, we still don't really have like one, like a major one. Oh, a deal, right, right. Do you have a mind? Do you have? A, do you have an indie? Yeah, we have. We're on a, a smaller label. It's called Pavement. Wow. So. So tell me how. Well, yeah. after the show, after the show, you'll have a label. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you will. They're awesome. They're be. awesome. They did a couple of yeah, shows with yeah, us, yeah. and oh they killed God. it. Really? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. so how so how did you get to do shows with Cedar and, and Plush. You know, get on the label? And did you have an agent that liked you? Or how did you get on these Cedar shows? Do you have an agent now? Yeah, we do. We have um we have an agent and and he's awesome and they get us all sorts of cool shows, and we really, really are just having a blast. Is it a major agency? Is it a major agency? It's UTA. Oh, beautiful. UTA. Okay, yeah. We're yeah, calling them in the morning. That's, Ron, that's Ron's awesome. writing it down. You're going to be playing his place. Yeah. <laughs> UTA. There you go. Yeah, UTA. So do you yeah. – um, but as I was I started to say, you started – I mean, started 11 years old. But you've written songs. You obviously you you're a vocalist. You play guitar. Uh, would you consider yourself? Are you going to, down the road of uh, writing a little bit more songs? 
or more writing more songs? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I I just love to write. I just love to create. So it's something that I never stop doing. Um, so I just definitely. I'm always and, as long as there's passion. I'm always gonna. Yeah, as long as there's something that I'm passionate about, which is always, I'm always gonna be writing new music. People say to me, why you know, like the way the music business is today, you know. You know, uh, I'm doing a new King Cobra record now, and two of the guitar players didn't want to do it because it's, it, nobody buys records like they used to, and there's no really not a lot of money in it like it was. Yeah. Right. And they said, you know, why bother? I said, man, just keep creating music, man. It's what you do. Right. What do we exactly. do? Exactly. What do we it's do? What we, do. Exactly. we create yeah. music, you know. If they buy yeah, it, they exactly. buy it. If they don't buy it, you're creating, adding to your legacy, you know. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I mean especially now in my own studio we were discussing before you know i used to as as john knows you go in you set up the drums you get the sounds you know and then you record yeah. by the time you get recording it's four hours gone by and you're almost ready to, right? to leave you know mm -hmm. and you get yeah. the studio in the house turn on the computer the drums are here they're mic'd up easy to go you can sit down and work do what you got to do and be fresh right. on it you know and, right. and i love it even though I had to learn to engineer it, but I really love doing it, you know? Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's an art I need to continue process. is the engineering side of it, you know? It, I tell you, to do tracks like that. My, my brother Vinny built this system for me. Nice. Vinny's a uh, computer geek, you know? <laughs> In between Dio and Sabbath, one point, he had two years of out of the business. He used to work for Verizon. So you call up for tech support and you get Vinny. Oh man, that <laughs> is fun. really. Yeah, yeah, I am gonna. So in that, in wow, that time man. period, he went. He went to a computer school and learned how to build them. And so he built me a hot rod PC with like three different uh, hard drives. I have like uh, three, three and a half terabytes of power. You know, wow. he built the focus right and the screen. Set it up in his house. Laid up, set up the templates for me, and then mailed it to me. And then on the phone yeah. and the FaceTime showed me how to work it. I knew how to work GarageBand on my iPad, so he said it's very similar. And uh, I started doing stuff. Now I've yeah, done so much work in here. I love it. You don't That's have awesome. one. You don't have one in your house yet. No, I don't. Oh, no, I don't. What about you, Mariah? Yeah. I don't. No. You got a laptop? You do. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. You got to do yeah. it. I do. I do. I have like a little setup, but it's not really like, a, it's not like, it's not a studio. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, like it's laptop and like Pro Tools. It's what I need to make scratch tracks. That's yeah, basically right. Right. all yeah. I have. I mean, yeah. I love it. And now I've developed the drum sound that I really love, you know? And mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's amazing is I have a good friend here close to where I live. He's a great engineer and, and he's got a home studio and I go oh. there and track drums there. And it's amazing. He can get drum sounds every bit as good as the... The old school thousand dollar a day studios, oh, yeah. you know, that you did stuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. When I play with Rod Stewart, I work with Andy Johns, you know. Oh wow! And, you know yeah. all those uh, hot legs and and uh, yeah. you think I'm sexy and all those songs were done with Andy Johns, and I learned how to mic his miking technique, you know, and and that's what I did here. You got the room mics there, and you got certain way you put the overheads and all that stuff. Right. And he was. Amazing, amazing. And then yeah. you get the old bass drums, 
I got that old classic sound, you know. Yeah. My drums don't sound like pillows as bass drums. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> an, old, an old thing I learned from Dino Dinelli. Yeah, that's it's, yeah, it's incredible. It's awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. It. Are you running Pro Tools? No, I'm doing Cubase. Okay. Cubase, and uh, only because it's very similar to the Garage Band that I knew how to write. You know, I played bass, yeah. guitar, keyboard a bit as well, and I sing. Oh wow! You know, so I write full songs on my iPad. You know, I have a uh, instrumental album out now with uh, this guitar player who plays bass, keyboard, and guitar, and it's called Energy Overload. It's it's awesome, man. It's like progressive heavy rock combination with jazz, little jazzy stuff in it, instrumentalist. And I did it all here. And, and we, we did the credits. It said engineered by Fernando Perdomo and Carmine Apice. I laughed. I said, look at that. I'm an engineer now. <laughs> Congratulations. That's awesome. Your career, yeah, but, 75, your career continues to grow. Yeah. <laughs> not as big as it was when I was uh, 55, but I mean, I'm not playing giant arena six nights with Rod Stewart at the forum, you know, but it's coming uh, back, but you know, but, but we're, yeah, but we're having a good time. And we do thousand seaters and sell them out. And, Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. honestly, it's great, you know, cause now you got PAs that are great lighting. That's great. Oh yeah. My yeah. gosh. You know? Yeah. So now, I, you know, Carmine, you obviously you're one side of the spectrum. Let's say what a career, what a career. Mariah, you're yeah. just starting those wheels. Total of it. Yeah. You know, so much ahead of you. So much ahead of you. And I, we're, we're up and down of each other here. I know. Isn't that like, crazy? This is like <laughs> the beginning <laughs> and the end. I wouldn't call it the end. I would not call it the end. No, no, no not no, the no, end. Not, not the end. end but, it's, uh, it's another <laughs> level. It's another level to aspire level. to. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Mariah, tell, uh, experience tell, level, tell me yeah. a little bit about Plush. How did you guys come together? And what? why would you – I talked earlier about uh, John and, and – uh, categorizing, let's say, his music, his band. How about you? How would you but do first, that? But first, why the name Plush? It's after her hair. It was just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, it was kind of just one of those things where we, we had gotten together and we were like, okay, great, now we need a band name. <laughs> and um, we were just like, all right, what do we do now? And, and so we started throwing out you know, various names. And I think it's, it's somebody from management, I think, threw out Plush. And, and at first I was like, no, nah, I hate that. Like, this is a hard rock band, what? But then I started thinking about it and I was like, ah, I think it's kind of funny because, you know, um, Plush is like soft and, and sweet and whatever. And then it's like, you know, our music is not that at all. So I thought it was something that was funny because, you know, it's not something that's so obvious. It's an ironic name. And plus it just rolled off the, t yeah, it's ironic. And it also just rolled off the tongue easy, you know, like plush. It's, you know, it's just a, just an easy it's word. It's like fudge, fudge. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I wish there was like a spirit, a more like a spiritual meaning to it, but. Yeah, we had, we had a spiritual. Man, that's just how it was. <laughs> some, some girl named us Vanilla Fudge. She said, you like white soul. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's perfect. Right. Right, we'll so what kind that. of music? We used to be we used, we used to be called we used to be called the pigeons. Okay, <laughs> anything okay. better? Yeah, vanilla fudge was. Yeah, <laughs> we did a show. With the birds. I like the pigeons. We did a, a bird uh, the show with the birds, the seeds, and the pigeons. I'd rather be called the mix. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> so I wow. think vanilla fudge worked. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> describe yeah, your absolutely. band, Mariah, if, if you had to describe it. Um, if I had to describe us, I, I think that we're just, you know, raw, straight up, you know, no BS rock and roll, you know, um, that's just kind of get up on stage and plug in and play, you know, in like jeans and a t-shirt. No, right <laughs> that's, that's, I would kind of, I would, I would describe it us that way. Um, did you start that's it? That's who we are. You know, we're just, did you start it? Um, yes. Uh, yes. So you had your, uh, your concept, I'm going to have a girl band, a female band, and I'm going to, well, or, or did you start with another idea in mind? Well, it was first uh, our drummer, Brooke Colucci, and I met and just started jamming and stuff. Because I, I noticed, you know, around quarantine, I started uh, her on YouTube, like her, her drum covers would be recommended to me all the time. And so I started watching them and I'm like, wow. And then I found out that she was 16. <laughs> And crazy. I was like, holy crap, that is insane. And then we ended up getting together and jamming and the chemistry just, I mean, you guys know how it is. It just is clicked, from the you know? same town, the same town. No, no. Same like relative, like maybe like, you know, hour and a half. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. from me. So, so not too bad. And that's why it was so easy for us to get together and, and play. And then the two of us just decided like, okay, let's be a band, you know? And then um, she, had introduced um, Ashley Supa, who's our bass player, and they had known each other a few years prior from, um, they did the School of Rock thing together. Yeah. And uh, and then the three of us started playing together. And again, the chemistry was just instant and we really felt like we had something special. And uh, then we got management and once they hopped on board, there was a, there was a, a flyer or, or an ad, I think, um, that we put out <clears throat> saying we were looking for a guitar player. And Lizzie Hale actually got a hold of it and I, I think retweeted it um, or, or shared it on, on some social media platform. And then that's how our guitar player, Bella Peron, saw wow, it. And then cool? she reached out to us. Yeah. And so, and then. Um, so Lizzie Hale's been yeah, involved. Sorry, I just found guys. out, guys, I have five minutes before I have to sound check. Um, that's two. So I'm really sorry. Oh, no you're, problem, you're playing tonight? You're playing tonight? Yeah, Where are yeah. you playing? I, I was I thought I saw uh, bricks the, on the wall there. Yeah, it's the uh the Belco Theater in Denver. Oh nice. With, um, nice. Hailstorm and Evanescence. Yeah. Oh, how, cool. uh, tonight? So we got, we're on well, tour right now. Make yeah. sure you tell Yeah, tonight. <laughs> tell Lizzie we said hi. Please. Yeah. I sure tell will. Her, I sure we, will. We love her. We took Hailstorm out on like one of their first tours. I mean, it was the whole family yeah, I, yeah, in the yeah, RV was, and their mom was the road <laughs> yep. manager and uh, real early on. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. They were awesome that and uh, so cool. it's been it's been great to, to just watch their career grow and you have know, all the awesome success they've had. Right. That's that's just awesome. It's, sorry to cut you off. I um, no. I was just saying like it's that's awesome because you know they're that Hailstorm and Evanescence they're pretty much they're just doing the same thing yep. for us right now so it's nice it's That's just great. really really amazing you well, know you know listening to you you know big awesome bands want to give us a chance you know at our first big arena tour so we're just so incredibly grateful well listening to you and how you describe your band nice. and everything i mean you talk about just just hard edge rock jeans and a t-shirt you know another good friend of ours alita ford and you know, um, I think of the Runaways with you and, and you know, your band, you're out yeah. there. It's, 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 you know, 
Runaway, Runaways uh, version two. Um, you know, wish you the best. <laughs> uh, really, uh, I know you got to run. Yeah. Um, Thank but you. again, uh, run away. You okay. <laughs> That was punny, and you didn't even mean <laughs> I know. it. <laughs> the stuff I try to be funny with, that's never, never funny. Believe me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you're, you're lucky, my brother. You're lucky, Vinny's not here. Vinny's always busting my onions. He just always is. No, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> busting my onions. That's a Chicago term. Sorry, it's a Chicago <laughs> Italian term. No, that's funny. <laughs> so you're actually having a show right. with Evanescence and uh, Lizzie tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, look. I mean, look at that room. Now. I'm looking at that room. I'm the going cinder block like dressing house. room, right? Yeah. The cinder block there. <laughs> yeah. It's like a black thing over this refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. and the door That's looks exactly like a looks looks like a door. It's like a gymnasium like door. Nice gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, yeah. You. there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Well, life well good luck tonight. Kick the kick buck. Kid Buck. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, have guys. a great show. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Great having you. We'll do it again when you get bigger. For sure. <laughs> okay. We got you. Ciao. I'm, I'm going to call UTA okay. first thing in the morning. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Take care now. Right. Bye-bye. 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 So, John. Okay, uh, Ron. Yeah, man. Ben, now you can show. Ben, now you can show that cooking with Carmine to <laughs> That's Ron. That's what that was. He said it on a clip. I didn't know we Let's see. Look at that. The chef. Look at this guy. That's amazing. You look like a terrorist. What do you mean a chef? <laughs> 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 hey, what's up? Welcome to Cooking with Karma. Cooking with Karma. Today I'm going to cook paradiddle pasta. Paradiddle pasta meal. I invented it myself. I'm going to cook it for you, right? We can do this in your theater, Rod. <laughs> okay. The first step is we're going to take some olive I oil. I love it. Virgin olive oil. We're going to put some in the water. No, no, just about a little bit, you know. So enough to uh, grease up the water and grease up the pasta. The sunglasses kill me. I'm just telling you. Some maracas. Cut the hands. Come on. Time for the pasta. I use Ralph. Ralph. That popular Ralph's pasta. Okay. We're gonna do about a half of this box. Was it whole wheat? Yeah, whole wheat. I leave this in for about 13 minutes, 12 to 13 minutes. You can use your time. <laughs> I, have time I have time. If I do this 1,500 times. I love the apron. Look at the apron. Right? Laying around the house. Okay, so you have to stir it you know, a couple of times to keep the pasta separated. So uh, I use a drumstick, signature series, Bickford Carmine drumstick. Every kitchen needs one. So, uh, okay, that's it. See you in a minute. Perfect for a cooking show. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that looks delicious. nothing I can do about it. It looks like it's ready, so now we gotta strain it. This is the strainer we've been using all our lives. My parents had this, my brother Vinny ate out of this, myself. Wow. Was out of this. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Wow. Pop it in the strainer. Look at that steam. Oh, oh look at that, huh? Oh. Broccoli in that and show you how to cook the broccoli. broccoli in there. 
Very healthy, this is, by the way. And then what I like to do is put it back in the pot. Like this is like the sauce. A little couple of dabs of olive oil around there. A little dab of you. Where's the freaking garlic? I don't. I didn't put garlic. Okay, so let's serve it. Okay, let's see how it's it is. Feed your face. It's on a drum head. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, it is. I love this. This is great. So, well, that's it. That's uh, the single paradil pasta by Carmine Peace. Leslie Golden Media Chick. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. We can do another dish. <laughs> it's a two episodes. <laughs> Sounds like me. Sounds like me. Scrambled eggs. Uh, uh, royal flush. <laughs> I mean, that's afterwards, apparently. You took your royal flush. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Right, ready? So I'm going to record this tomorrow. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Cook with calm. Why don't you pay? <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical, Carm. Really. I mean, that's funny. And you only know how to cook one other thing. So it's like a two episode series, low cost. I love yeah. it. It's it's scrambled eggs with cheese. There you go. That, that, that that's awesome. It's a drummer thing. That's like one of the two things I cook as well. Yeah, thank scrambled you. Scrambled eggs, man. Thank I you. do. That's it. Now, now that's here, awesome. here in Florida, I graduated to almond almond flour pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, nice picture there. Look at that. John, nice picture. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, my drum tech that's took that one. one. Yeah, what's good. up? Uh, what's up yeah. uh, with Cedar uh, next, John? What, what do you guys got coming up? So we just released uh, sort of a greatest hits called Vicennial for 20 years, 20 songs, 20 years. And that just nice. came out. We did a live stream last week from a show we recorded on tour in Sacramento. And uh, yeah, that was last week. And, ah, uh, look at the three. So yeah. That's <laughs> three. That's Let's it. See. Yeah, man. There it is. Oh, and you got, the one, you got the one Tom in the middle. Like I had, uh, I had that in 1968. Yeah, yeah. I love, what size yeah, is that? What size is that? Four? One up. Like that's a, four, a thirteen. And it, yeah, and the kicks are twenty fours. Wow. Right. Sixteen and eighteen inch floor. Right. I had the my my little one was up there was twelve by fifteen. Nice. I, I mean, like twelves. And and the when they made it for me, Ludwig, they thought it was a floor tom. They put leg holders on it. <laughs> oh wow! And I said no, it goes on a snare stand. Yeah. <laughs> I love I yeah, love his wow. I love his gold ones though. That yeah. that is just a gorgeous piece of freaking it's it's a piece of jewelry, really, the way he does it. Yeah. I mean it really is. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really takes yeah. it up a notch, you know. Uh, that's a nice set. Look at this guy. Yeah, thank you. They're yeah. and they sound great. They do. Uh, Bill, they do, and they tune up so easily. Bill's drums sound just, great. They really, really yeah. kick ass and they're quality, man. Yeah, I play really. I played them. I've been playing D drum. And I play a, a, a thin shell Deidre Maple kit, and they sound like the old Ludwigs as well. Yeah. So I like yeah. that. And, uh, and, and Bill was telling me yesterday, he said, Yeah, I got John. He's one of my endorsers. I said, Oh, great. Yeah, John's a great guy. Yeah. So we got to talk about so, it. Such a great guy. And I'm, the best part working with him. Uh, I did. We did a clinic together, and he was actually driving me around. We were like to and from the oh, yeah. the music store. Where we did the clinic, but best part is the at the end of the night, the stories. The stories. Oh That's stories. what I want to hear. And he's worked with all From my Wingo heroes, on. and I mean, 
Ringo on, yeah. you know, Alex Van Halen and Ginger Baker yeah, we did, and Carmine we did, and, we, you know. We did those uh, a stable of stars photographs. Yes. He, did. he told me the whole and story. There was, there was like everybody on it. Everybody that played Ludwig at the time that was big. Yeah, it, they, it was amazing because... And I tell you, there was a lot of drugs going around in that one. <laughs> third reference, and I'm going to leave it. Yes, the third reference. Obviously, Carmine's still got a little problem. I'm not. I'm not. I, not me. <laughs> no, I. I didn't do that stuff. But there was a lot of it going. Oh around. my gosh! You know? Yeah, there was a story said the Ludwig logo yes, at that after yes. party was made out of a certain white powder substance, substance. if you will. Yes, yes. there's a white powder. Flour. The Ludwig logo, white powder. <laughs> That was so de decadent, man. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that's know, it that's right like, there. That should have been in like a, a rock and roll movie right there. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. I have to say, I wish I'd been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, cool. So this is a display at the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of Fame. How cool is so that? We, we, yeah, contribute. Yeah, it's amazing. You, so we contributed some items. Are you guys not I, in? You're not in it yet, are you? We're not in the Hall of Fame, but there's a display of... Oh, yeah. uh, for a setup called Now yeah. and Then. And you walk in on the right. A section for current artists. And, um, Don't feel bad. Yes. We're not in it yet either. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of these things. Yeah, I don't know. really care. 20, I, I, think they 20, should, I don't need I think they should call it the Music Hall of Fame because they're bringing in people who right. are rock. Right, from all genres. I told us about influence. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It is. Anybody and, you know, absolutely. They're bringing in people that are not influenced anybody. Anybody you know? who's influenced Jan yeah. Leonard is in. So I think it's all about influence. All right? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Hey, Johnny, absolutely. thank you so much for joining us, man. It's a big thrill yeah, for it's us. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, we're this. looking forward to seeing you on the road. I'm sure we'll catch up with you on one of the shows. Uh, please come back, man. We want to, you know, as you get further into the season, uh, further on the road, we'd love to hear how it's going, man. So thanks again. Yeah, you and get, get your, yeah. get your, I'll get your number from Bill. We'll, we'll, we'll connect, you know? Yeah, so let's do like it. Absolutely. Maybe you'll, cool. Thank maybe you, you so much, man. Together. Hey, yeah, we can <laughs> right. cook. You can, what do you, you cook scrambled eggs. We can do a double scrambled bass. Eggs. Maybe you can cook them on a double bass drum. Maybe, maybe <laughs> there you go. Level, maybe you can go, guys. Like, like lose your minds and do like a Kraft's macaroni and cheese. Like, really go nuts. Wow. Oh, we don't want to get too crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. I'm wishing you the best, man. And you know, wait, wait. Before we go, he makes Ron makes the best meatballs. I'm a chef. I'm a cook. Ah, you ever play? I got restaurants. He's a cook. And John, if Seether, you know, <laughs> this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping like Prince would play like a 700 seat thing once in a while. If Seether's ever wants to play a 900 beautiful rock and roll palace, and when that happens, yeah, I don't know if that could ever happen, but I'm just telling you, the most amazing meatballs are in your future, my brother. <laughs> oh man, I would love it. I would love it. That's cool. Well, well we're we're with UT, UTA as well, so you'll you know. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Okay, just so it. you know. I'm you never hey, know. I'm you gonna, never know. I'm going to call UTA tomorrow. I know. Why don't you <laughs> sign me, right? <laughs> All right, John. Good luck on the road. Stay safe. God bless you, brother. Thank you. You guys yeah, take care. Next week bye -bye. is Thanksgiving. Obviously, we're going to be showing a rerun uh, of Artisan uh, Lockdown Hanging and Banging as we are every week. want to say really a big hello to our buddy, uh, Steve Love, who's, uh, who's uh, away right now and is a good friend. 
and also produced this show and put this all together. So, Steve, God bless you and Gwen and everybody who's put this together. Ben, of course, uh, a lot of people put this whole thing together every week. As you see, uh, every Thursday night, we are hanging and banging 6 p.m. Uh, Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Next week, a rerun. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, John uh, from Cedar. Love you, man. Uh, really a, a big deal that you're with us. Mariah, of course, from from Plush. We're gonna. I can't wait to see what happens with that girl. So until next week or a week after, we'll see it right here. Artists of Lockdown, hanging and banging. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.